In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. My brothers and sisters in Christ, may we uh, offer the great and ancient prayer of our Catholic Church before we begin liturgy for the repose of the soul of Father Harkaric. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace, amen. And may his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace, amen. And also during Holy Mass, if you would in your charity be kind enough to remember Father Michael's dad, who is in the hospital right now with Father Michael, uh, trying to figure out what's going on after a fall that his dad had. So we'll keep uh, Father's dad and, and Father Michael in our prayers as well. We're not gonna let Satan take over. <laughs> No way. <laughs> I can throw all these roadblocks that he wants. We're celebrating Christmas, whether he likes it or not. We prepare to celebrate our sacred mysteries. We call to mind our sins, but mindful too of the Lord's mercy and compassion for us.
May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ your Son was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the second book of Samuel. When King David was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from his enemies on every side, he said to Nathan the prophet, here I am living in a house of cedar, while the ark of God dwells in a tent. Nathan answered the king, Go, do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that night the Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go, tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Should you build me a house to dwell in? It was I who took you from the pasture, and from the care of the flock to be commander of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you went, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you, and I will make you famous like the great ones of the earth. I will fix a place for my people Israel. I will plant them so that they may dwell in their place without further disturbance. Neither shall the wicked continue to afflict them as they did of old, since the time I first appointed judges over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord also reveals to you that he will establish a house for you. And when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. The word of the Lord. Today's response is Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. And please join with me in singing either as you're able or to challenge yourself in prayer.
have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David, my servant, forever I will confirm your prosperity and establish your throne for all generations. Forever I, forever I will sing the goodness, the goodness of the Lord. Forever I will sing the the people know the joyful shout in the light of your countenance O Lord they walk at your name they rejoice all the day and through your justice they are exalted shall say of me, you are my father, my God, the rock, my Savior. Forever I will maintain my kindness toward him, and my covenant with him stands firm. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, to him who can strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret for long ages, but now manifested through the prophetic writings and according to the commands of the eternal God, made known to all nations, 
to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ be glory forever and ever, amen. The word of the Lord. from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who is to be called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Many years ago, I had the opportunity to drive some of the family to our uh, summer vacation. And one of the individuals who was traveling with me 
was my five-year-old nephew, Patrick. And it was an experience, to be sure. Unfortunately, on the way to the vacation site, there were lots of delays on the highways, accidents, construction, and traffic in general. And she began to get shook up over the prospect of having a vacation. He was so fearful that if we ever did get to the seashore, the ocean would be gone. He was so upset that this time that we had planned was filled with delays. And he couldn't understand the concept of time when we'd say something to the effect, Patrick, it'll be about another hour before we get to the throughway in New Jersey. And in his little five-year-old mind, he wanted to know, well, how long is an hour? And certainly, if anything, that little five-year-old had to learn some 30-plus years ago, it was, you got to be patient. You got to learn how to be patient. You got to learn how to take your time and allow yourself not to be upset by the passage or the lack of passage of time in your life. In God's plan, things will happen. We eventually made it to the uh, to the seashore. Surprisingly, the ocean was still there. And all of a sudden he forgot in the joy of the event, all of the waiting that had to happen in order to experience the joy of a summer vacation. In these few hours, some of the children in our community are probably more tuned up now in terms of the time. Is it time yet? Well, how long is almost? And when will the fulfillment of the season come to us in our minds and in our hearts? like the adults in a vacation traveling car, we tell them it's going to happen. Be patient. Wait. Our Advent season of these past four weeks have reminded us of the art of patience and waiting. And if it was good enough for God, it's good enough for us to allow it to be in his time, in his choice, in his way. That the ancient prophecies, pregnant with the images of the Messiah, 
will find themselves unfolding in that stable at Bethlehem. We await the coming of the Lord once again. The images of our church speak of that anticipation. The manger is all set up, lacking one thing, the image of the child. That will happen in all good time. Waiting is such a challenging part of our everyday lives. Anticipation and hope so very often can be dashed by dreams that seem to be unfulfilled, but hopes that would want to make themselves known to us seem to be so far, far away. And yet in this Advent season, as we prepare for the celebration of Christmas, we turn to our God who invites us to wait. And the beauty and the power of that action on our parts is that when we wait with God, there's always a Bethlehem. In God's time, in time that is sacred and holy, His only begotten Son, we will remember, who came to be with us to save us from our foolishness and our sinfulness. That waiting with God, there's always that moment of Bethlehem in the stable of our own hearts, in the manger that lies and awaits a child to be placed in it. We're almost there, Patrick. We're almost there, brothers and sisters. It will happen because, as I have said, when we wait with God, there's always a Bethlehem. With one heart and with one voice, we profess our Catholic faith as we proclaim the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, and for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit was incarnated of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified on Pontius Pilate, <coughs> he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With hope and confidence, 
and with patient waiting. We present these particular needs, hopes, and aspirations that we bring this day in our prayer of intercessions. Our response this evening is, Come, Lord Jesus. Like Mary, may we accept God's call to be attentive in hope and not in fear. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. In facingly the seemingly undefeatable injustice in the world, may we trust Gabriel's words, nothing is impossible with God. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Let every religion heed God's truth that all human beings are his creation and must be treated with dignity and respect. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. May you send your grace to guide those who seek to find a solution to the violence of war on earth. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. May the Christmas season give us a deeper understanding of the depth of God's love. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. May those in our prayer request list in the bulletin experience great healing and grace. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially those who have entered eternal life this week, Catherine Bittner, Dolores Nekakowski, Martha Case, Gillette Denome, Jeffrey Vogel, and Richard Wiseman. May they be welcomed by our Savior, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. We remember Jack Bomish and Andrew Maturek and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Come, Lord Jesus. In calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, Hail Mary full, full of grace, grace the, Lord the Lord is with thee. Blessed, blessed art thou among women, and, and blessed, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray, pray for, for us sinners, sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray, pray for us. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, number 423, Awake, Awake, and Greet the New Morn, number 423. your joy for soon he is born behold the child of a longing come as a baby weak and poor to bring our hearts together he opens wide the heavenly door and lives now inside us forever to us to all in sorrow and fear His humble song is quiet and near, yet fills the earth with its ringing. Music to heal the broken soul, and hymns of loving kindness. The thunder of his anthems roll to shatter all hatred and blindness. In darkest night, his coming shall be when all despair 
as morning light, so quiet and free, so warm and gentle and caring. Then shall the mute break forth in song, the lame shall leap in wonder, the weak be raised above the strong, and weapons be broken asunder. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and the glory of his name, for our good and good of all the church. May the Holy Spirit, O Lord, sanctify these gifts laid upon your altar, just as he filled with the power the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for all the oracles of the prophets foretold him. The Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. It is by his gift that we already rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so, with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. A mystery of faith. Oh, Savior, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, William, William, and Mark, his assisting bishops, and all the clergy, Remember your servants, Jack and Andrew, whom you have called from this world to yourself, and grant that they who were united with your son in a death like his in baptism may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, in particular the beloved members of our own families, and those of your, our parish community. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Queen of Peace, Daughter of Israel, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty, Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. The Savior's command informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Let us pray. Having received this pledge of eternal redemption, we pray, Almighty God, that as the feast day of our salvation draws ever nearer, so we may press forward all the more eagerly to the worthy celebration of the mystery of your Son's nativity, who lives and reigns forever and ever. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, o Prince of the Heavenly Host, for the power of God, thrust into hell Satan, and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And on behalf of uh, Father Michael and uh, Deacon Frank and uh, uh, Deacon Bob and the parish staff, uh, wish everybody uh, an almost Merry Christmas. We have about a couple of hours left, but uh, uh, anticipating uh, the, the joy of the season to everyone, you and your families, and safe travel to anyone who is traveling. Amen.
Please join us in singing our recessional hymn number 401, O Come Divine Messiah, number 401. <clears throat> It's strong. 